Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Now, you, you, you before we've gone on live here tonight, Toby has been begging that we're talking about European rugby. It's just, I don't watch it. <laughs> I don't watch it. Listen, mate, I don't watch premiership rugby too much. Right, but but European rugby is actually very very good. Because well, we are going. It's to, not just England. <laughs> we are going to review. We are going to review. Obviously, the two matches that took place we over will. the weekend. Some good matches, though. To be fair. Well, yes, there were some great matches, of course. <laughs> and actually, uh, I've got a, I've got a few stories to tell about the weekends. I don't really you're, nothing, you're nothing. got a few <laughs> stories. No, that's a shock, isn't it? Far out. I mean, I need to turn you down, mate, because Do you're you? just you're just on fire. And why every time too loud? every time before we start, I um I always get Toby to do a sound check. And then he always brings out his booming voice in the real thing, but he talks so softly in the in the warm up. But so anyway, essentially, let's plug ourselves, Toby. Yes, how do we do that? Put put in the socket. Oh, it's a good one for me, eh? Um, <laughs> village. So we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, uh, we've got Twitter, we've got Gmail. So uh, Super Rugby Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, Super Rugby Pod on Twitter. Uh, we've got the Super Rugby Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. But do, you know, do, you know what, do you know what they can do? They, they can go can... leave a review. They can go and subscribe. And they could go and try and sign up as many sad individuals that have a lot of time on their hands that need a podcast to listen to. <laughs> Mate, 10-star review. That means two five-star reviews. Yeah, like exactly. that. Like you like that? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Uh, breaking news, Tom. Yes. So first up. Yeah, really encouraging news for the All Blacks. Yeah, they're confident that they're not going to have to stay over Christmas. <laughs> so stay away from their families is what they're trying to say. So reading into it, there's a little bit of a gentleman's agreement that it if was, they hosted if they hosted the Tri-Nate or the Rugby Championship, yeah. that they wouldn't make the opposition teams miss Christmas for their families. And guess what's happened? What's that? <laughs> uh, the Aussies and the South Africans and the Argentinians are going to say, two fingers up to you, New Zealand. Uh, you try to do us over, you know, with uh, all this super rugby talk. You've left us in the lurch and yeah. you've uh, you've stopped us from having five teams. So we're going to make you miss Christmas. But I think there's been a deal that's been done to mean that they can a not deal. miss Christmas. And, and to be fair, I know they're professional sports people. But it would be pretty awful to be spending Christmas Day sat in a in a hotel room when your family are just down the road having Christmas. Footballers do it, though, don't they? Oh, Cricketers yeah. do it because they've got the Boxing Day Test matches. Yeah, they've but I think got... I think it's all 
it's all done around that. You know, families come along with them. Yeah, but it'll be a lot different this year, won't it? Very true. You know? Yeah, you know, you're right. But what I would say is if there's been a gentleman's agreement, yeah, then really everyone should have got Because it's literally a day. They just need to move the game by a day earlier and then they will be okay. They'll make it. So it's almost like they made the point of trying to hack them off, which is bad form, but it is what is. It is what it is. You're right, mate. Talking about bad form, is it bad form? It, I was just going to say, is it bad <laughs> form, though? That Michael Checker has gone off to the Argentinians. Game, a job's a job? Yes, assistant coach as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's not the top dog. He's just helping out. I'm wondering what part he's going to really, you know, because his game plans were quite well known for just pass the ball, lads. Throw it round. Just throw it Highlanders round. Highlanders rugby. Yeah. So I wonder whether the Argentinians, because I mean, the Argentinians already do that. I was going to say, they already actually do throw it round. So yeah. what's going to change? I mean, he is a good man, and from what I have heard, he's a great team man, and he and he goes above and beyond to, you know, make a, a team bond. And obviously, they do they do have a, um, uh, you know, an, another Australian coach heading up. So therefore, he'll work well with him. Once an Aussie, always an Aussie type thing. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 a little bit. I'm not I'm not sure whether or not he's this technical nous is going to be up to it. I thought he would have been a good head coach, not is he a great just, assistant is he coach. just there because he coached the uh, Wallabies? He's there because obviously his mates heading up, you know, the whole the whole job. So that's what happens, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you get the job. and then He's he, been a consultant for the Sydney Roosters as well. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you've you got to give it fair, to, fair play to him. When he took over the Wallabies, they were in an absolute mess. And he did take them up to a to a position where I know the last year was disappointing, but he did take them to a point where they, agree. you know, made a World Cup final, yeah. um, and weren't actually that far off in the end. I was going to say they weren't that bad, and to be fair, they're in a pretty good position <clears throat> now. And I know Dave Rennie hasn't really taken over, has he? He's just recently picked the team, but the players that are there now. Do you think he was swimming upstream a little bit as well, whereas everything was working against him, whereas now Dave Rennie's got the job? Um, there was a lot going on behind a, the scenes, though, wasn't there? There, there was him? a lot going on behind the scenes, whereas now that's all... It's all on the open. It's all on the open. Yeah. Dave Rennie's got, oh, he, you know, yeah. he goes this clean slate. Pick of the bunch, you know, loads you, of youngsters coming you, through as well. If you lose all three bledders lows, no one's going to have a go at you. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, whereas if Checker was doing it, Oh, gosh. Oh, hell would break loose yeah. if he lost three in a row. So he would be on the plate. Possibly he just left at, or maybe he left a year too late for him to go out with his head held high. I don't think he did a bad job is what I'm trying to say. No, I don't think that either. Although people do kind of slag yeah. him off. But, um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, people slayed off anyone with a losing record, really, don't they? And I'm not sure his was actually a losing record. No, you you would say that he didn't have that much consistency. You know, at times they were right up there. And at times they were pretty shambolic. Yeah, but also, you know, for the Wallabies, you're playing the best teams in the world week in, week out. You know, you're you're playing South Africa. 
playing world New champions. Zealand. Yeah. You're playing New Zealand, world champions. And, you know, and to be and fair, the Argentinians, Argentinians aren't a dummy team. Apart from at the World Cup where they struggle. But, yeah. but you know, for four years, they'd been, they'd been brilliant. They'd been giving everyone a run for their yeah. money. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. What he will do is he will know those Australian players very, very well. And he'll know their weaknesses very, very well. Yes. So tactically, you know, obviously Dave Rennie will have different tactics. Player-wise, yes, but not game no. gameplay. Gameplay. In saying that, in saying that, Dave Rennie will take a heck of a lot longer than than you know six months to really groove in his True. way of playing. True. So there still will be a good overlap there. Yeah. And I'm sure that he will hopefully try and take advantage of that but in saying that you know Argentina at the moment are in pieces yeah. COVID here COVID there COVID everywhere, everywhere mate. <laughs> you know what I mean so uh, you know whether or not he can put out a decent enough team to it's going to be very interesting though because you know even if New Zealand beat Australia by you know three three games then they're still going to have Argentina who are in a far worse situation than yeah. Australia and you never know. And we're going to talk about this a bit later, so we won't go into too much detail. It could be an interesting uh, series for Australia. Yes, I agree. Next story. David Harvey back from injury. Yes. Back playing for the Tasman Marcos. Scores three tries. Now, I, I tend to agree. Has he... Is he still a chance for the, for the AB? He's an outside chance, isn't he? He's highly rated... Very in, highly in rated. New Zealand. And he's, well, you'd say he's an outside back, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, but, he could play at 13. He could play on the wing. And he, you'd, could, you'd, and he could play at full back. Yeah, he could play at he, lock he, as well, but you wouldn't <laughs> pick him there. I wouldn't pick him in the centres. But he has, I'd pick him yeah. wing and full back. But he has played in the centres for the Crusaders. Yeah, but that's not the All Blacks. What I'm talking about here is someone like him... And he has played at fly half before as well. Also, off the bench, covering all those positions. Name another player that can do that. Uh, Damien McKenzie. No, he can't play in the centres. No, you're right. He can't. So there isn't another player, is there? So who do you have on your bench? Geordie Barrett. Now Geordie he, Barrett. Good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and on recent form, you'd pick Geordie Barrett because he I, had I a fantastic. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick Geordie Barrett. But You'd you, know, you almost picked him in your team last week. Yeah, but did I? Well, you did until I went, you can't book him. Yeah, I picked <laughs> Damien McKenzie, man, because he's my kicker. But to be fair, on recent form... He's just scored three tries, mate. On recent form, he's in. Yeah, he, what? For the, <laughs> the Marcos, man. <laughs> no, your point taken. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is I don't think anyone has really nailed the 15 slot yet. You've got McKenzie, who yeah. had uh, who had a, an okay season. Yeah, it wasn't great. You had Geordie Barrett, who had a very good season, but yeah. is well known for having moments of madness. <laughs> Quite a few moments. Will of Will Jordan, who could who could play at fullback, but I think they're thinking more about the wing. Yeah, I like him at wing. And then you have got David Havili, who has been the most consistent fullback. Out of all of those players. He hasn't played the, recently, though. Yeah, so right. on recent form, you can't pick him. But what I'm trying well, to say... Well, to be well, fair, you can. You Scored can. Scored three tries. And they've got those 10 slots they need to fill, and he plays... You definitely a, bring him in. Okay. And if they bring him in, and he gets a chance, and he does well, he is an outside bet. 
He is an outside bet. How much would you put on that bet? Not a lot of money. <laughs> One pound. <laughs> Not a lot of money. But so I really that's about want it. $10. I, I really want it for him because I think he deserves his shot for the yeah, ABs. But he's been injured. Yeah, but but he's been, as I say, he's he's been so consistent over the last four or five years. And he's becoming, getting that label of, is he the best player around at the moment who's not playing international rugby? And he's definitely right up there. Next one, mate. Yeah. Racing owner, let slip, the astronomical salary Mara Atoji wanted. Is he worth that kind of money? How much, it, how much did he want? It was 1 million euros, wasn't it? Yeah, but I don't. I actually don't think that's that much. Are you joking? I mean, you know, I earned that in a month. <laughs> no, you I mean, earned that in a month. What I mean you is would there's, not be here right there's now. guys in, you know, in England getting paid that amount of money. Yeah, but they're not forwards, are they? Yes, but there are still guys in, in England, and we all know that France... Have a lot yeah, more but money for some reason. Fords don't get paid as much as backs. Don't sell as much many tickets, do they? They don't. You know, you don't see in football. You don't see defenders getting as much as strikers. In American football, you don't see the big fellas up front getting as much as the little ones out back. <laughs> I like you know the quarterback. It's the people yeah, scoring yeah, yeah, the yeah. points who get the money because they bring in the fans. It's interesting you say that. Apart from tight head props. Tight head props get paid huge amount of money because a tight head because they t- break their neck every time they play. Because <laughs> if without a tight head prop, you don't have a scrum. So therefore, everyone wants to have the best tight head prop in the world. They pay them a lot of money, and then it's fly halves. Fly halves, yeah. Fly halves, yeah. So anyway, he wanted a million. Is he worth it? I'm going to say no. Hence, why I didn't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good player, but he's. Oh, people abs- massively rate him. Do massively you, rate him. Do you think he's overrated? What? See, I have... No, no, I just want... <laughs> I, I don't want you to I just pussy foot around it. I think he's like, for me, he's like sandpaper. He just rubs me up the wrong way. I agree. And that's why he's a good player, because he, he goes out of his way to rub people up the wrong way, get under their skin. He's just annoying. But I don't think he's... Uh, he's uh, like Hartley, didn't Hartley? Where I think he's brilliant... Right, where I think he's brilliant. He's very good in the line out. Yes. He's very good at getting on the opposition's skin. Yes. He's very good in the rucks and the malls. Yes. I don't think he's that big a ball carrier. No. Ball and handling? Ball handling is not that good. No, I agree. But not, not bad. No. None of this is bad. And his tackling's, you know, very, very solid. He does the nuts and bolts very, very well, though. He puts his head where uh, not... Not the usual yeah, person. He does the dirty work very, very well. And actually, what do you want from your second row? You don't want a yinga and a yanga. You want to have someone that's going to do those hard grass. And the, the only one that I can think of that is kind of similar to him, Brad Thorne. You're going to say Brad Thorne. There's a couple of uh, South Africans that aren't very nice people <laughs> in there. Very true. We won't mention any names. We'll keep our South African supporters on uh, on the right side. Everyone knows we don't like England, but... You know. <laughs> Um, and, hey, Nigel Owens, mate. Yes. Nigel Owens. He's a good ref. I really like him. What makes him a good ref, though? Because our next story, I think, uh, typifies he, the reasons why he's such a good referee. I find 
he's a good riff because he doesn't take any bull bull crap. No, he doesn't take. Yeah. He, he, he's a bit he like talks. a school teacher in that way. He is. A, he was a school teacher. I didn't know that. No, I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll say he was. He is correct. <laughs> uh, no, he's he, he he can control the game. He literally can control the game, and he he he's not whistle happy, which I really like. I like the fact he's not whistle. He talks to the players. Yes. They know where they stand. They yep. know what's expected. But he listens of them. to them as well. And when he gets it wrong, he admits it. And on this occasion, he's been. The reason why we're talking about him now is because there is a not in the spirit of the game where he's pulled up the opposition to say you can't do that. He's that they weren't breaking the law. No, they were a loophole of the uh, rugby rules, and he just said to them on the day, "You can't do that, lads. It's not right. It's not right. It's not kosher." And although some have said. He's making it up as he goes along. He's referring to the spirit of the game. He is, yeah. And He's not we'll... necessarily referring to the letter of the law. That's right. And too many referees referee to the letter of the law. And well, they don't no, referee to the spirit of the game. They're, they're refereeing the rules, not the law. There's, there's a difference. There is a difference, yes. There is a difference. What's happened to you? Have you drunk some sort of, you know, intelligence juice or something? <laughs> it's out my, my water bottle here, mate. There's something else in here. No, I'm on duty. I can't do that. Yeah, so um, very, very good referee. And he is getting on a little bit. It's the conga line, isn't it? The caterpillar line. Yeah, so the rule was, sorry to, to explain, yeah. So basically they were just this conga line so that the scrum half had basically a free kick. Yeah. Not a free kick, but a very, very clear box kick where no one could get in his way. You know, the box kicks were sort of inside the 22. Yeah. And, yeah. and basically a, a creating kick, really. that conga line yeah. just meant that he has an extra five seconds every time the ball got to the back of the ruck. Yes. Another player would join, and yeah. it just slows down the game. Well, it just meant that the opposition had no chance at all of charging it down. Yes. Now, there is a little bit more breaking news, which is the internationals, okay? Yes. Yep. Which is the rugby championship have brought out their their dates for the first rounds. And what I do like about this that you might notice is the first um, three rounds then mirror the last three rounds. So you can see, let's take New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand play Australia in the first round. Yeah. And then they play Australia in the last round. Uh, they play... It's normally what a mirror does, eh? It yeah, yeah, exactly. It. You're, you're but, it, but, so it, well. but it's really nice because in the middle you have a double header, which is the nicest yeah. part. You have a really good double header. So in round three, uh, New Zealand plays South Africa, and then in the next round they also play them again. Um, it's like a home and away, which is really quite nice. But the it's only, also six games on the bounce. On the bounce. On no the bounce. rest. No. You're going to need your 46-man you squad are. now, Dave, you really, are. aren't you? Yeah. And that's where that's where um, Australia and arguably Argentina They're going to struggle. are really going to struggle. Whereas yeah. you'd probably say New Zealand and South Africa are in a better place for that, aren't they, yeah. to and, deal with it. And if you were in England here, you'd be in the best place because the depth they've got at the moment is... is it's dreadful. Is it's just like a puddle. It's just like a plate, <laughs> not a bowl. But also, South Africa haven't been playing. 
No, but they are going to be playing. I think they're playing Curry Cup soon, aren't they? They're playing, well, we're going to talk about okay. that. They've oh, got sorry, the Curry sorry, Cup, sorry. and they've got the Super Rugby competition. They do. And they've got their green and golds. I think they're a trial oh, match they this do. weekend. North versus South kind of thing. Yep, North versus South kind of thing. Not quite sure how that's all going to work, but it's going to work anyway. Right, mate, first game. Yeah, these are the games that you didn't want us to review. No, I love so. my European rugby. <laughs> Especially, First one uh, mate, Toulouse. was Exeter Chiefs versus Toulouse. Now, I would say Toulouse looked a million dollars Well, they prob- Well, they get paid a million dollars. You'd think they'd look it. Yeah, they looked amazing. You know, it was literally men versus boys. To and be fair, Toulouse though, was just like, just on floods of attack. Hammer and tongs. But Exeter kept them out. Exeter weathered the storm. So Exeter didn't play that well. But they're a good team. You know, they're top of the championship right... Well, premiership, premiership. sorry, right now. Um, and they've been playing good rugby. And they've found a way to grind it out when they haven't been playing well, but they've still found a way to win. I'm not even sure whether they didn't play well. I just think they play the full 80 minutes. They play full 80 minutes each week. And, they took and, their chances, to be fair, yeah, as well. And and they're very, very good in certain aspects of the game. For instance, their pick-and-go game, best in the world. Best in the world. Their control of field position, top-notch. Yeah. And as you alluded to, they've got the best team set up. Players love playing at Exeter. Players love it. Now, you can't put a price on that. They, they've they developed players through the youth system. Uh, they all know what they're doing. They're all singing off the same hymn sheet. The very, very few players they buy in are absolute quality players. Stuart, Stuart Hogg. And human beings. I was going to say they bring, they don't necessarily, well, sorry, they, they do bring good quality uh, performance-wise, but they bring quality team-wise. Yes, now, apparently, there's quite a, a big initiation that goes on. Oh, Exeter, yeah. But no one talks about it. Well, you're about to. No. What I'm trying to say is you, you couldn't get a player to tell you what the initiation is. You know, this is all about their team ethos. And their coach, their head coach, Baxter, he's like old school, mate. They'll go out on the beers. Yeah. You know, they have proper rowdy um, bus rides home. You know, it's kind of really important when they're selecting these players, that they know what type of human being they are. And it's not just about playing good rugby. It's about having a good time. They look after the families. Um, They do a lot of things very, very well. Yeah. But that's what gets the players on side as well. And that's what makes them work hard for each other. Yeah. And that's what they did. What I put here is, boy... Did Toulouse start well? Can they keep this pace up? If they can, Exeter have no chance, right? They look so good. Um, when they when they play flat, this was Toulouse, they just dominate carries. I mean, it, it really was. Like, every time they carried the ball, Toulouse, they just got over the game line in waves and waves. But Exeter found a way. Yeah. And that's that was really, really impressive. I would say Joe Simmons, who's the 10 for Exeter, I'm like... How's he not in the in the conversation about England? This kid is quality. And um, to be fair, England have got some quality youngsters coming through at ten. Yeah, I mean, I, got, yeah, I know. And the know? list goes on. Yeah, 
the list Simmons. goes on because um, I actually can't remember the T Harris, the guy <laughs> T Harris. I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy that plays for Harlequins is a top top quality um, fly half as well. So you've got you know Joe Simmons, you've got his brother, you've got um, obviously George Ford, Farrell. And you've got the guy from uh, Harlequins. Ah, Farrell was rubbish. And, you know, the list goes on. It really does go on. Farrell's got a red card. He can't play, mate. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, that really costs them in the next match, that's for sure. And I would say Jack Knoll, who's come through their youth setup, he is the best winger in world rugby in the close quarters stuff where he's got like two metres before he hits the defensive line. He is a huge human. His, <laughs> it's so barrel chested, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, and his leg drive into contact. Huge call, though. I think he Huge could, call. Well, name another. You name another winger. Huge call. When he's got two metres to build up any space or or, or space, you know, he, he, he that he can do it as well as Jack Noll. Colby's pretty good. He, he uses his feet. Yeah, but he's, Anthony he's Watson's light. good. Yeah, they use their feet, but what yeah. I mean is oh, yeah. when they, when there's no chance of them getting through okay. yeah. or running around... They stay in. They stay in and they carry and he just keeps on driving yeah, for metres and metres. he's got good leg drive. So, uh, and the other the other thing that really amazed me is I don't know many of these Exeter players. Like, how on earth is one of the best teams in Europe got such a few number of English internationals? Well, we talked about it earlier. You know, where the else? Team. They where, work for each other. Where else in the world would your winning side have such a poor showing of internationals? Well, you you you've almost got to go back to the Highlanders when they won the Super Rugby. Yeah, that that, that is the you only know, that's kind of team. example. But isn't that's it? that's the team that we're looking at here. You know, not many big names. There's a couple. Oh, you got Henry Slade, Jack Noll, Stuart Hogg. Yeah, yes. there's still some big yeah. names there. You know, you got Luke. Cowan Dickey as well in the in the Fords. Yeah, he he's not a massive name though, is he? Oh, he plays for England. He? No, yeah, I know, but he's yeah. he's he's on the fringes of England, isn't he? Well, you wouldn't say Henry Slade's a massive name. Yeah, Henry Slade's a, a full time starter for England. Oh, he's not that good though, is he? Oh, I like him. You do, but don't I don't you? like him. That yeah, I do agree. He's not. I do like him though. I think he's. he's I think a, he offers, he's a lovely looking bloke. <laughs> <laughs> But I think they did deserve it. They ground them down, and eventually they took their chances. And it's going to be a hell of a final against Russing, that's for sure. Which we're going to move on to their match next, which was the Saracens-Russing match. I tell you what, mate. It's a tight, tight match. It was a tight, (laughs) tight match. You know that, you know, what was that um, movie where he said, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Well, is that Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> yeah, Crocodile right? Crocodile Dundee. So what Rasing have done is they've gone, that's not a big screen. This is a big screen. <laughs> it's a big. The big screen was the full width of the pitch. It was unbelievable. Too much money going in but there. But what I don't eh? get is, right, is that it's a, it was a plastic pitch. Yeah. You're in, like, France. I know. The weather's nice, and you're playing on a plastic pitch. Awful. But it looked like a great, great stadium. Great stadium. And were Saracens hard done by or not? No. No, I think you're right. I think Russing have the team that should have beaten Saracens. 
Dominic uh, Bird. Yeah, mate. The beat fell in the middle. Well, I love is Finn Russell, the chip over top. That was class. I did see that. Yes. That, that was, was class. Class. But they've got Simon Zebo, Timmy yeah. Toma. Um, they are absolutely jam-packed, full of quality rushing. And what was a little bit surprising was the fact that someone like a Finn Russell, who's known to be very, very good when the match breaks up, was actually very, very good on this match in a tight match. He's starting to do things that he probably wouldn't have done a year ago. He's and matured as a player. He's matured as a player. You know, he, he knows now when to do when to be a bit flashy. Yeah. And he knows when to just play solid number 10 rugby. After watching this game, I felt quite sort of chuffed. <laughs> I picked the I, right guy. <laughs> yeah, that I picked the right guy from my team uh, the week before. What I would say is Alex Goode, who's playing at 10 while Farrell's not there, what a hell of a player. Like a fullback moves in a 10, kicks the goals, keeps Saracens in the hunt. Yeah. I think it would have made a difference having Farrell, and I think that would have been the difference because you have to remember that they lost this game in the last few minutes. So when we talk about being a tight, tight match, it really, really was a tight match. I thought that both teams enjoyed not having the, the ball, and they actually didn't enjoy having it until the very end. You know, they were both teams that were quite happy to give it to the opposition Which and defend. Is, it was almost like finals footy. Yeah. You know, they weren't trying to score. Normally, the semi-final is the best game. I think the quarters are the best game. I think okay, the, well, quarter, your, the quarterfinals see, are the best game. you're interrupting me again. Semis get a bit tight, don't they? No. Okay, it's your opinion, mate. You don't listen to my opinion. It's fine. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what I, so going back to that thing, they both enjoyed kicking goals, taking penalties, kicking yeah. goals, putting pressure on in that way. And it did take a moment of absolute brilliance to win this game. And to be fair, they pulled it out, rushing. They've got the team. And it's going to be very interesting them moving into the final against Exeter because on paper, rushing should win that final. But in practice, they've been to a number of finals. They've been to a number of semifinals. They haven't got over the line yet. Where's it been played? Absolutely no idea. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, Not I, a think it, I think it does it does say down below. I've done the research, mate, down below. But it isn't it, people were talking about it's at the end of the era for Saracens, and I think it's fair to say, you know, that they put all their eggs in this basket to win this game and then go on and win in Europe. And I think at that point they could have turned around and said well, we won the competition. We would like to reserve the right to defend it. Yeah. Like Liverpool did a few years ago when they didn't make top four, but they won, and therefore they still got to uh, be in the Champions League. And I think that's what Saracens were thinking. They could possibly get in there and With a bit of a sniff. get through a loophole, and that didn't happen. So it's the end of an era. That team will be pretty much broken up, and they won't be back in Europe for a few years, that's for sure. Yeah. Next up, mate, we have our listeners' questions. Do you want to do the first one from Tony P? TP. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, Tony P from Sydney. Hi, guys. <clears throat> I've loved watching both Super Rugby competitions and after a slow start, my hometown Australian side was really, what well, has really impressed me. Um, this has got me thinking that maybe the gap between us, as in the um, the Aussies, and the All Blacks is not that large. So my question for you is, can Australia win the Bledisloe Cup this year or not? I would love to get your thoughts on this one. Tony, it's a good shout. We've talked about this actually, haven't we? And we've discussed it, and we yeah. we don't think. No, don't. The hey, gap. listen, don't don't you say we don't Sorry. you talk for me. No, you're right. God. I talk enough for myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on then. No, you, no, you go on. Okay. Um, it'll be interesting. No one knows. Okay, so no one. If we're going off Super Rugby performances, it'll be quite close. Oh, I I think okay. I'm going to put a few things in the melting pot here. Okay, to think about. You never count out the Aussies, do you? That's what I mean. No, you never count them out. If you count yeah. out the Aussies, well, you're, you're in you're, you're in serious trouble. I think a few New Zealanders have discounted the Aussies. That totally goes in agree. their favour. Small margins, right? Games are won and lost by small margins. If the the All Blacks. Just even a five percent, they drop their performance, thinking, "Oh, well, we should beat the Aussies." You know, their rugby's in a bit of a mess. Dangerous again. I think that they have a style of game with Dave Rennie potentially, because he's a Kiwi. He will know how to beat the Kiwis. Now we can think about it. Ireland beat the Kiwis through teamwork. Yes. Right. England bet the Kiwis through good line speed, having a strong team. And South Africa beat the New Zealanders when they do through line speed and sheer power. Ball I was carries, say right? power, yeah. The French can beat the New Zealanders for flinging it and yinging it. Because <laughs> they're, right? they're our bogey team. But i tell you who else is our bogey team, and they don't get enough credit for being our bogey team, and it's because they haven't got over the line, is whenever Wales play New Zealand, it's always a damn good game. It's a lot closer than people first expect. That's right. So my advice to you, Tony P, is you need to get your Aussie boys in and say, listen, you've got to take out one of those. Now, they can't play They can't play the English or the South African style. They don't have the ball carriers. No. But what they can do is they can go down the Wales French route. Probably haven't been together for long enough to go down the island route of teamwork. No. And what they need to do is they need to just kick for the corner and go for the try are and they forget gonna, about the penalty at goal. Are they going to be fitter than us? I would find it hard to believe they'd be fitter than us. Yeah, because then they could put that line speed into uh, effect, couldn't they? Yeah, I mean, as I say, if you really go at the New Zealanders, but go at them in their own half, yeah, you've got half a chance. If you just try and run it out from your own in goal, well, you won't beat the Kiwis because <laughs> you'll make a mistake and then exactly. they'll make they'll they'll feed they'll off your mistakes. On so the answer is, you've got absolutely no chance. No, I'm only joking. You do have a chance, but because there's two games in New Zealand, originally I thought there was two games in Australia, but there isn't. There's two games in New Zealand. 
That well, we're, really, we've currently got that, the Bledisloe, so we get yeah, preference. That we? really does make it even more difficult. Yeah, but there's not going to be any. There's not going to be any spectators. I don't there think there will be a spectators. Yeah, will there? Is, like, there is not, not, I not, did not in Auckland see tickets on the, the line, on the on the line. Yeah, on the interweb. Yep. So I would say that the chances of you winning the Bledisloe are no smaller than you winning the Bledisloe last year because of the element of surprise. You've got a great coach. You've got a lot of little young players that the New Zealand coaches, selectors and players actually haven't had the chance to plan how to how to get the better of them. Mm. Whereas on the flip side of the coin, the New Zealand team haven't changed their coaching setup, which means they'll probably still have their, the same old game plans. I think we got outthought at the World Cup. I think we, we played, we were so predictable. We, we, yeah, we went in with the wrong game plan, didn't we? Let's not talk about the World but Cup, what, though. But what I'm trying to say is it's it's very easy for the Australians to know what they're playing. It's actually quite hard for the New Zealanders to know what they're playing because they haven't played some of these guys or they haven't played them for for a long time, that's yeah. for sure. So, yes, you do have a chance, but I would probably put it as 80% New Zealand to win, 20% Australia to win. But I do think you'll win one, and Ooh. I think it'll be the last game in Australia. Ooh, okay. Next question. Next question, mate, yeah. Uh, this was like a Twitter thing. Can someone explain to me how the South African combined Curry Cup and Super Rugby format will work? It's actually pretty... It's not complicated, but it is complicated. So, first Well, it's up, obviously complicated for this bloke. Yeah. Well, or, or gal. Or gal. First up, they're going to have their trial match. Well, they had the games last week, which was pre-season. Okay. Right, Super Saturday or whatever they called it. They're having their trial match... This week, Super Fan Saturday. Super Fan Saturday, yeah. And after that, they're going into their teams. I think, can you read them out there? It's about halfway down, mate. There's seven teams. Sharks, Stormers, Bulls, Lions, Pumas. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's that one? Cheetahs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get in there, mate. <laughs> Uh, I can't pronounce it. I can't pronounce it. But there's another team that's difficult to pronounce for us Kiwis, that's for sure, who can't read. Do Greeks? Yeah. Um, so those are the teams. They're going to play two rounds. The first round is for Super Rugby. So they're going to play the first round. They're going to play six games. Yeah. Whoever's got an, the most amount of points... They win that Super Rugby. ...will win the Super Rugby. Okay. They're going to then play another. Are those scores combined or are they clean slate? No. So then they go into the second round yeah. and they get additional points. So all the points from Super Rugby, they win the Super Rugby, but then those they carried over to the Curry Cup competition. Right, okay. The only difference is that the Stormers will then play, rather than being the Stormers, they'll play as the Western, Western province. province. Going back to the glory days of the Curry Cup. So in reality, it's a 12-match competition, the Curry Cup, and the Super Rugby competition is a six-match series. So really, as a spectator, I'm only really interested in who wins the Curry Cup. Yeah. It's going to be weird at halfway. It's going to be weird, yeah. Oh, you've won the Super Rugby competition. Yeah. Well, I guess there's something to play for. 
throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I suppose there's two trophies to yeah. win. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's all because of um, advertisers and corporate that they need to get the Super Rugby competition in and then they need to do the Curry Cup where the Western Force, uh, yeah. sorry, the Western Province province become, well, the Stormers yeah. turn into the Western Province. Yeah. It's all just for money. But it'll still be interesting and uh, what will be really be good interesting... good for South African rugby because they're actually getting to play again. Yeah, getting to play again and at the right time, you know, Arguably, New Zealand and Australia have um, they're going to have some test matches. I suppose that's going to be even better yeah. for them. But at least they're having that build up before they play in the rugby championship. Are the South Africans playing in England going back? Are you asking? Are they going to play in the eight man eighteen competition? Yeah, no. They're playing in the rugby championship instead. Oh, are they? Yes. So they're allowed to bring them back. Oh, sorry. You're talking about bringing the players back from Europe. That's what I just said, yeah. Sorry. That you is, weren't listening. That, you never that listen is to down me. to the clubs, mate. If it's not in the international window, wow. which I don't believe it is, then they have to seek permission to get the players back. Could be quite difficult for South Africa. But definitely if they're playing in France. I think the, the English clubs will be fine with it. Yeah. Because their season is... is over there, moving Six Nations. They are too, yeah, true. So therefore, I think they'll be fine. It'll just be the Frenchies who may have some problems with it. Yeah, Mate, Ben Affleck. Again. Our fantastic Guess Who quiz writer has... Do, are we doing that today? Yes, we are. Cool. You're going to have to throw your phone over, aren't you? No, it's got a short cable, mate. I'm going to have to do all of them now, and I can just press the answer button and win today. <laughs> Anyway, he asked us a great question. He said, "He said, um, basically, who is the best overseas foreign player to play Super Rugby? Yeah. So you've got a very long list of I players. I do, yeah. Can I tell you my list for a start? Of course. Is there anyone not on this list? James what? Haskell. He's on my list. Danny Cipriani. He's on my list. Joe Marchant. Yes. Andy Goode. Yes. Rupini, can't pronounce. Uh, <laughs> Rupini, where's his last name? It's like Cal, Cal, Cal Numbuka or something like that. There you go, mate. Uh, Jamie Roberts. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, Jamie yeah. Roberts, who did he play for? I think he played for the Stormers or the you Sharks. Think, you yeah, think. He was due to anyway. He might have not played because of COVID, but he was down on their books. So Tyler, he didn't play. Well, I'm sure he did. He, he played did a couple. Not. He played a couple of games. Yeah, this is to that. <laughs> Tyler Adron, Adron, the Canadian. Oh, that's who we were talking about the other day. It we was, yeah, yeah. We couldn't think of his name. Wait for this one though. Okay, I'm listening. Freddie Michelak. Yes, I have got him. You do have him. He played for. Played for the Sharks. He did, didn't he? Yep. And Todd Cleverly, Clever, Clever. Uh, USA, and he played for the Lions. Wait for this one. I didn't know this one. Gregor Townsend. Yes, he played for the for, Sharks. Yes, yeah. But here we go. These are my favourite ones. Okay, so I, 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 Rupini is right up there. Like he's yeah, amazing class. But wait about these two, right? I'm going to say Nadolo played for Crusaders. Was amazing. He, he is a huge, huge human, human being, being, isn't he? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but do you know who my favourite is? And this is who I genuinely think is the best ever 
a lot of people have said Rupini. Okay. I'm going to say Joali Vendiri. Oh, Joali. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're going back a few years there, aren't you? I think he is absolute class. And, you know, he's one of those guys that if he had a played on for another couple of seasons, could have been in that All Blacks, could have become an All Black, and then just fell Huge. off the face of the earth. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Found pies. But for me, he Pie was Sammy. the best overseas-based player to play Super Rugby. The most interesting ones were Danny Cipriani for yeah. me, how he came Piers over. Piers Francis and, and Andy, as well. Piers Francis, yeah. Yeah, he played for the Blues. Yep. Um, well, you got Sean Maitland, but he's a Kiwi, isn't he? Oh, he's a definite yeah, Kiwi, mate. exactly. So Google's like, oh, yeah, Sean Maitland. You're like, well, no, he's a Kiwi. Now he's playing overseas. Yeah, born so in New Zealand. Exactly. He didn't come from overseas to play. Do you know, know Tupo? Yes. The um, Reds yes. prop who got player of the tournament? Yes. Do you know he went to New Zealand high school? Yes. Damn it, eh? I know. How did we lose him? Auckland, I think, somewhere. Yeah. Auckland Grandma or something like that. Yeah. Did you know, I also did a little bit of research. Uh, Jabba. This guy called Jabba, he was a he's a Georgian international and he played for the Sun Wolves. Interesting. Yeah. The Sun Wolves had some very, very good players. They did. Masarewa. Where <laughs> is he gone? What now? a guy. Where is he? I know. I I honestly, why uh, Where's he gone though? He's gone to Japan. Right, so he's still playing. He he's gone, gone to Japan. He's he was still in Japan. In Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Now, um, Masarewa. Masarewa. But who, who do you think is the best ever foreign player? You didn't answer the question. No, well, I, I really like Rupini. But Tanaka. Oh, Tanaka. Tanaka. Yeah. So he's from he, Afro Highlanders. Yeah. He's not the best ever. No, he's not the best ever, but he's my favourite. He was an abs- He was a cult hero down south. He's Marty Banks' uh, level, wasn't he? He was Marty Banks' level, yeah. You know, tape on the fingernails and everything like that. It was good. Never never really started a game. Was always sort of behind Aaron Smith. But um, good player. Very good player. Now, I've got something a little bit exciting to to let you know. Um, So, you know how we named our team? So, last week we, we were asked, weren't we, by... Um, David Sally, David James, or better known as David Sally in real life, <laughs> to to name our teams, and we're gonna we're gonna do the Fords this yes, week. Yes, we are. Yep, yep. Well, we we were made we we were contacted by Luke, and I'm I'm really sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong, but well, tell me, just leave it at Luke, right? Just just leave it at Luke, all right? <laughs> on um on Twitter, and he's he's a he's a great bloke already. I like this guy, <laughs> and he's offered. That he's going to, on the new rugby game, he's going to make up our teams and he's going to play a best of three competition. He's even said that he could stream it and we could watch it live. <laughs> oh, he, we have to though, don't we? Absolutely. We've got to. <laughs> we could commentate. <laughs> oh. So anyway, that is that. We're gonna we're gonna do our forwards next. Yes. Um, what was the conversation on Facebook? There was a couple of people that chimed in. Yes. So um, Reza Dazzler, and actually um, David Sally himself. Yes. So David Sally uh, went with. His own. He had a few in there. 
Shall I bring it up? I'll bring it up and I'll see what he says. Yeah, tr- try try so not to uh, dilly, just, dilly dally. You just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but I think from memory, did um, did Razzler Dazzler so not, Dazzler not so- narrowly go for you? Yeah, he sided with me. I mean, Razzler Dazzler. I know. Where, where, where's the support? Don't get your stuff off the end of your nose, Razzler Dazzler. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> okay, um... Yeah, so he had a, a uh, oh sl- slice. Oh, see, David Sally had preference to your one. That's right. Of course, he so did. he went because he's an clerk, intelligent man. Pollard. Uh, yeah, when he went feral though, and I had yeah, him up on that straight. You hit him up on. I that. had Good him up on, on you that. Kept him honest. I kept him honest, <laughs> and I said he'd get your red card. <laughs> he went Stockdale as well, actually. Yeah, not a bad shout. Yeah, I mean, but he's a good player, but he's not that good, is he? No. Yeah, so the conversation was, we put the two teams up on the Facebook, just like Twitter. Well, you didn't do it on Twitter, did you? No, I'm doing the full team oh, this this week. It's a good shout from you. Full team, mate. That's what about half-time, is it? It's about full-time razzler-dazzler. <laughs> just remember that. When uh, Luke... Oh, I've just whacked <laughs> the microphone. When Luke plays his best of three, yeah. and it's like the Blizzo, and we win all three. Oh, I'm looking forward to this it's already. It's going to be great, isn't When's it? he going to play great. it? Well, I mean, you know. Luke, when, when are you going to play it, mate? When are you going to play it? Uh, I reckon it'll be prob- probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. No, we're going to stream it first. <laughs> okay, mate. Right, we need to go rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are we just going one, two, three, shoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, shoot. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> yes. I lost so again. This is for I me. lost again. But you know what? I honestly do not know whether or not I want to go first or not. I'm actually going to chuck it over to you, and you can go first. No, you means... can, No, you go first. No, I get no, to choose. No, you do not. Why well, win? I no, get to you choose. do not. You get to choose <laughs> the first one. <laughs> you just want to choose. Who go first? <laughs> Okay, no, I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go of course, first. yeah. I'll go first. And then, unless you choose who I want, and then I'm in real trouble because I've only got one. <laughs> Do you? For one, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I kind of have two for this. Okay. But I'm going to go um, for my first one. I'm going to go uh, Marco Vunapola. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I'm going Stephen Kitsoff. Oh. Do you know why I'm going Stephen Kitsoff? Because of youth is on his side as well. With the ginger, the ging, yep, yeah, the ninja, mate, Chucky, the, <laughs> the ninja. Okay, okay, which means I go to, but this is a really tough choice. So this is a tough one. I tell you what, shall we on the count of three say who we would both like? Okay, and then, and then I'll choose mine. <laughs> okay, but because then I'm, I'm obviously going to yes, yeah, yeah, three, two, one, Dane Jamie Coles. Okay, so I've gone James George. Okay. <clears throat> I've swagged the microphone. I've actually got three here. Oh, I've got loads. But uh, when are we doing our um when are we doing our reserves? Next week. Okay, fine. So well, I'm not going to I'm not going to give all of mine away. I was thinking about re- Dane Coles. Yes. But again, I wanted to go youth. Okay. But I think Jamie George gives a little bit of an experience. Plus I'd love to see him play in Super Rugby. Yes. Um Cody Taylor was in there, but his line-out throwing was a little bit... I didn't even have him on the list. Malcolm Marks was Had in him there. on the list. Yep. Sean Cronin as well, Irish hooker. Okay. 
I had definitely um, was lower down the. I down had the a moor. Oh yeah, I didn't have yeah. a moor. Yeah. But, no, it's a great shout. Yeah, great shout. So I've gone Jamie George. You've gone Dane Coles. Yes. At um, at three. Lucid prop, mate. Yeah. Who are you going to go for? Uh, furlong. Yeah, very, yeah, very, very close. Tag furlong. Tied furlong. Tied, tied. So I'm going to go for Super Rugby AU Player of the Year. Great shout. Talia Tupo. Very good shout. I um, only, the the only other one (laughs) I would think about is uh, Charlie Falmoina, who's playing overseas at the moment. He is, isn't he? He is probably preferable. In a lot of respects, but because he's been playing in France for too long, he's probably had a few too many uh, wines and Ooh, a bit of cheese, bit of cheese, and he's probably not in as good a shape as no, he needs to be. You know, preseason, we bring them back early, mate. My only worry, worry uh, about this is the fact that he's a bit of a loose cannon. <laughs> Taliello Tupo, he is. Hey, he's but well boy, known. He's a good player. But he's a good player. At four, yes. You, your choice. No, my no, choice. No, it's your choice. My choice. This is really tough, eh? Hey? I've gone Scott Barrett. Didn't even come into the picture for me, but great choice. He's been injured. Yeah, I mean... So, yeah. so you've got to be careful. Is he coming into your team He's injured? He's coming into my team next injured. year, mate. Yeah, Fresh injured. off a year off. He's going to be real good. He's going to be rearing to go. <laughs> He's going to be rearing to go. Okay. Um... I had two here. I went, uh, but I'm going to go Putty Putty Parkinson. Oh, it's a good shout, yeah. but I think you're being naive. Uh, potentially. Or I was going to go uh, <laughs> Patrick Tupolotu. Patrick Tupolotu's in there for me. Yeah. Etzebeth. Yeah, I've got him as well. R.G. Snayman. Well, we, we need two, don't we? So don't yeah. say everyone. So uh, that means you're going to choose next five. What about Brody Vitalik? Haven't seen him play. Well, he hasn't played, has he? He's been playing in Japan. What about Sam Whitelock? Too old, mate. Yeah, I agree. Too old. I agree. So, at five, who are you going to go for? It's a Beth. Otoji. The reason why I want to go Otoji is because everyone says how good he is, right? Yeah. I'm going to put him to the test. Yeah, I want to see it. I'm not going to pay him a million euros either. No, well, he's not going to come then, is he? Well, he is because I'm. I'm. I, I can have who I want. His name's on the paper. His name's on the paper. That's right. That's absolutely right. Um. Yeah. I, I'm. I, I'm picking Itzabeth just because he's a thug. I like Itzabeth. Yeah. I like his numbers too. His his player rankings are right up there. Got good stats. But he has bad hair. And <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> I can tell him to get here. I I pretty much own him now. So um. Yeah. That's why I'm not going to not going to have him. Okay. Mate, the next few positions were really, really tough. Yeah, I've got quite a few. I can't even remember who's first. I think I'm first. You are first. I'm gonna go Hooper blindside because I, I was, I was thinking, Huge. I was thinking Frizzell. Okay, and then I was going, but you know, Michael Hooper. I don't have a lot of, um, I don't have a lot of of age on my side. No, he's got experience, but he's still he's got a lot of experience. Relatively young. Yeah. So I'm going to wang him in there at blindside. Oh, I know he's not a real blindside. No, he's not at all. But wherever you Huge. put him, wherever you're going to put him, he's going to play well. Yes, but will he? Will he cause a bit of disruption because he's going to play like a seven, isn't he? And he's not going to be that big. Do you know what? Enforcer Do you at know what? six. 
we'll see because he's playing for me next season. <laughs> okay, okay. So I've got, uh, like you, I had Shannon Frizzell. Yes. Um, I I also, um, after the weekend, was thinking um, Jerome Kano. Oh, yeah, good shout. Yeah, he brings experience to my team. Yeah. But I'm going to go with uh, Peter Steftatoy. What, at, at six? Yeah. Oh, I I had him at seven. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Change oh, the team. No. <laughs> He's not a... Uh, you can have him at six. He's not a six. That's okay. Neither is Michael Hooper. Yeah, but okay. I picked Michael Hooper for no, my fine, seven. You, you take him. You take him. I don't want him now. No, that's fine. Thank you. I don't want him. I'll have... Uh, it's my turn now, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do what you're going to do. <laughs> uh, Who are you going for? So I'm going Artie Sevilla. Oh, no, no. But I you're was... my team. You're I ruining. was going to go Michael Leach. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm going Artie Sevilla. Oh, I'm a bit stuck now, eh? You're enjoying this way too much. Damn, I, I genuinely am pretty stark. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I'm gonna have to pull out Richie McCaw from retirement. Oh village. He's gonna he's gonna have his thumbs broken because nah, he's mate. on the helicopter too much. I'm going for the uh English lad. Who's Curry. That? I'm going for Curry mate. Shout. It's <laughs> oh, a good shout. Yeah you take your Steph to toy and I take your Artie Savia. That's fine. And I go Curry. That's fine. Yeah. One for the name. Because I'm slightly hungry. And two, because he's a heck of a player. Good player. I can also change Artie and Steph to toy around if I wanted to, just to let you know. You could do, but it's number eight time. Who, and it's my choice. It is your choice. I've got two to choose from. Oh, got two. I've gone for... I'm not sure about this, because <laughs> the two of them are awesome. I'm not going to tell you my second one. Okay. Dwayne Vermeulen. Shout real good. I'll just scribble that off my memory. <laughs> shout. That's you, a good shout. Who are you going for? Hoskins Satutu. Nah. Bit of youth. Very uh, much youth. Very youth. But I'm going to throw them out there. Can good, I just, can I just say? A good team. Can I just say? Okay. It's easy to play well in your first proper season. Yeah. That's, what I, that's why I'm difficult. taking him in and I'm going, you've done really well in your first one. Let's see how you go on your second one. But I, but I, like Mario Tejo. It's Ma- the same. It's the same one, mate. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Because okay. So you, yeah, okay. All right. Fair, fair comment. Yeah. I thought you might have gone for Billy Vunapola. No, no. Two injury Dwayne prone. Vimili. Two injury yeah, prone. Yeah, no, you're right. But like your midfield, mate. What are you talking about? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Too long. <laughs> um, yeah, some uh, some top with other ones. I mean, there was Brody Retallick in there. Yeah, there, there was, was. Patrick Tupelotu. Uh, Tunga Farsi as well. Tunga Farsi, Tunga Farsi. Mm-hmm. That's a good shout <laughs> there, right there. But that is, uh, and I'm, I, the one that I was thinking of, mate, as well, I could have gone for Zal at six. Yeah, I see And him. Hooper at seven. That, that's, but uh, yeah. I'm and very happy, very comfortable so with So I, I had Hooper Curry. at seven and um, Ardi Savera at eight. Yes. Good but shout. I could change it around. You can. You've got that luxury, don't you? So we'll we'll put our whole teams up. And we'll do our yes. subs next week. Yes, we will. But um, very interesting. Yeah. That was good fun, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah, I like that. It was really good fun. Yeah. 
So we are now going back. I have to go back. We'll do our notes, and I've got them all over the place. But we're going back, and we're just going to have a little look, mate, at the up-and-coming fixtures. We are. So we do which have... the European final, isn't it? The European Cup final, Exeter Chiefs versus Racing. I think it's going to be a heck of a match. I'm going to predict that Racing 92 just pip it. I'm going to go Exeter Chiefs. I would, love, again, I would love Exeter Chiefs to win. Gonna, I think they're going to, their game plan will be similar to what it was over the weekend. Weather out the storm, take their chances in the final third, and then they've won the game. It won't be pretty, but they'll do the job. Okay. I, I kind of agree with you. The only reason why a I'm bit going... Like my, a bit like my second girlfriend, mate. She wasn't that pretty, but... Did the job. She did a job. Yeah. Well, um, I've got nothing to back <laughs> up on that. Um, I think Russing will win only because they've been to a couple of finals. The Exeter they've Chiefs have done that, haven't they? So will will they? Well, to be fair, they have won. They're not in Europe though. It's massive. No, true. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think Russing it. have got a better team, as in better players. But yeah. um, we will see whether they can do it. Premiership. There's nothing that really floats me boat until you go Saracens versus Bath, Bath and. That's kind and wasps versus Exeter, and obviously Exeter will will quite possibly put out a weakened team. Uh, yeah, you'd think there. so. So it'd be interesting to see how those two games go on. Mighty Ten Cup again. There's not a lot there. That oh, but really, will they? They might put out a good team because the European final is not till uh, the seventeenth of October, and this is on the fourth. Yeah, but surely you just rest, guys, when you don't need to play. You can't. They're so far ahead in the Premiership. Rugby. So far ahead in the Premiership. Might 10. Might have 10, mate. Canterbury versus Wellington's the game to look out for. Canterbury lost again, didn't they? Two in a row. Well, yeah, I, I, by one point. <laughs> to to Hawke's Bay. Both games, because they lost by one point the week before. Yep. Wow. They lost the Shield, but then Taranaki lost the Shield to Otago. I know, I know. That was a... <laughs> Village. Yeah, yeah, it's bad, eh? Like, like when when you win the Ranfurly Shield, they always say it's quite hard to back it up because you go out on the lash, yeah, massively. <laughs> no, really. Um, so yeah, but internationals, we've got obviously the Six Nations, not yeah. that far away. We've got the we've got the Bledisloe Cup, and we've got the Rugby Championship. Yeah, I can't wait for international rugby to be no, back on it'll the be calendar. Fantastic. Guess what time it is, mate? It's quiz time, bud. It's not quiz time. It's guess who time. Oh, can you guess who? Do you have a clue? I had no clue last week. <laughs> I won tonight. You've won you've won the last few weeks. I've won every single week other than the draws that we've had. Other than the draws. You so, haven't won. No, Come on, buddy. I you haven't sorted out. What are we going with? We're going with the New Zealand franchises again because I just couldn't take having an absolute blob again this okay. week. So okay. line one, this is player four. <clears throat> Auckland, two thousand and two, two thousand and four. No, I've got no no idea. Nope. At the moment, line two. Ooh, Chiefs, two thousand and four, two thousand and ten. Sixty appearances, seventy appearances, and seventy points. I think I know who this could be. No. Okay, are you going to lock it in? I think I should lock it in, but I'm not going to. Okay. 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 I think I know, but I don't know for definite. Okay. 
Pacific Islands. You don't have a clue now, do you? Not, <laughs> not a clue now. 2004, three appearances, 15 points. Good strike rate. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, 70 appearances and 70 points is a great shout as well. Line four, Waikato, 2005, 22 appearances and 25 points. Again, he's not a kicker, is he? God, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? He's not a a kicker. He's a winger. Auckland Chiefs Waikato. Yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. 2005, 2008, 17 appearances and 15 points. Yeah, what's his name? You think he's a winger? Yeah, what's his name? Oh. How many points was it? Sorry? Sorry? How many points did he get for New Zealand? Uh, 15 points. 17 appearances. Oh, yeah, what's his name? Oh. Should, should, I, should I go on? Yeah, yeah, go There's on. There's only go two on. more lines Okay, left. okay. Oh, Claremont. Yeah. 2010, 2011, 51 appearances and 10 points. Okay, so I don't know his name, but I know who it is. I'm thinking Auckland Chiefs, Waikato then goes overseas Yeah, before the World Cup didn't make the didn't make the AB so did a runner basically yeah. yeah pretty much and you think he's a winger yeah I'm just thinking the only one that I can he think of he used to of. do the dances and stuff when he scored a try oh wow or that could have been later on I actually... Oh, we've got one more line. Okay, one more line. One more line. Bayonne, 2011, okay. 2012, 16 appearances and five points. Oh, God. I'm going to say... I don't know. The only one that I can possibly think of is like... But I think they'll be Mouldies rather than Pacific Island. Is the Gear Boys. No. What, Rico and Jose? It'll be Rico, not Jose. No, I think Rico played more games for the All Blacks than that. Yeah, I think you're right. And he scored a lot more points than that. Do you know? I don't. Shall we press the answer button? Yeah. I can't pronounce (laughs) it. (laughs) I can't pronounce it, mate. Can you not? No. I think Sione. Sione. Lawaki? Lawaki. Oh, it was a Lawaki. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, Lawaki was a forward. Okay. Well, he, uh, mate, he's a famous, uh, there's a famous little clip of him fending off Richie McCaw and R- Richie McCaw lands on his face. Oh, I need to watch this. Literally a stiff arm. It just goes, boof. All right, we're, we're nil all, mate. Okay. We're nil all. Lawaki. Next one up. North Harbour, 2007 to current. Wow. 106 appearances and 132 points. Okay. Wow. I better not get a blob on this one. Line two. Oh. The Blues. 2012 to current. 115 appearances and 40 points. I hope... I know who this is. The only thing that's throwing me is 
that it's got 106 appearances for North Harbour and 132 yeah. points. Yeah. Is a lot for who I think it might be. So you think it's a forward? I do think it's a forward, okay. yeah. Oh, New Zealand, 2014-2016, two appearances and zero points. Now, I don't think it's the one I thought it was. Right, okay. But I, I will have a stab if... if worst um, comes to the worst. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Barbarians, 2014, one appearance and zero points. Right, no, doesn't help me. I'm going to say, you don't know? No. Nope. The only one I can think of that plays North Harbour and Blues, and he has played for New Zealand, but I didn't realise he got two appearances. I think he's played for the Barbarians. Is it's just his name's gone? Uh, James Parsons, hooker. For oh the yes, Blues. where's a, where's the headgear? Where's the headgear? Yeah, I has he been in All Black? He has been in All Black, but I didn't think he played. I think okay. he did play two games. This may be James Parsons. It's just that he okay. scored a lot of points for North Harbour. Yeah. Shall I see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Parsons, Nice mate. work. The pressure goes on you, big nice fella. Nice work. Oh, no. Oh. That's the last one he's got. What a shame. We're going to have to finish there. Hell no. Damo wins. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. That's the last one. What about... From nah, can't do any more of that. And plus, it's gone well over time. We're at a one hour and eight minutes, and I'm going to take the win. No, thank absolutely you, absolutely. Village. What we'll do is we'll roll Abs- over. Nah, we'll roll nah, over. Not good enough. <laughs> absolutely, village. Nah, oh, mate. Brilliant. Can we not even go to like Australia franchise or? Well, no. There's no point because then mm. I won't get it. <laughs> there you go, mate. You're going to have to take it on the chin. Either that, or we can roll it over. For roll next it week. over, right. Ben Affleck. The best. Get <laughs> get going on your guess who's. <laughs> Come on, Ben. I got. I'm so glad it was James Parsons anyway. So I've I've refi- semi redeemed myself. N- not at all a, from a few weeks of absolute no. dribble. <laughs> you haven't. You haven't won yet. Anyway, mate. As always, yes, it's been, it's a, been pleasure. a pleasure entertaining everyone. It's at been home. quite nice looking at your face actually as well. Well. Some would say, some would say that actually it's the best part of me. <laughs> and then a lot of people would say it's not. <laughs> um, but what could they do to help support the channel? Uh, listen to it. No, they uh, leave a comment, five-star review, uh, send it on to your mates, and send the, it on the, to and, your and missus. And the big thing is we love hearing from you. Your yous. boyfriends, your so girlfriends, your mum and dad. Send us an email, mate. Or send yeah. us a Twitter message. Or uh, Facebook, Facebook message. message. Let me know on Facebook. I'm I'm into that sort of interweb stuff now. I'm getting I'm getting on that level. You're getting on that level. Anyway, I'm going to bring up the theme song while you pass yes. us for a few seconds. <laughs> Tobes. <laughs> no, but I tell you what, I never get the emails. You always get the emails. I hate it because yeah, you all, you're like, oh yeah, got real good email today. <laughs> And then you never forward it on. Or you go, oh, yeah, I'll forward it on. And then nothing. Would it surprise you never? At work, I've even got my own little super rugby folder for emails and it never gets used. Can I just say, would it surprise anyone at home listening to this podcast now to be surprised that Toby has been told the password for the email account numerous times and it keeps on forgetting it? 
You haven't told me, have you? <laughs> Is it Toby Harris is cool? Because then I'd remember it, obviously. That's about all you remember. <laughs> anyway, mate, yep. until next week, it's always a pleasure. Adios. Podcast Network.